I call host a mic and then Arbor with a Tony Clee. It's like an open mic. But one of our crazy ideas, we're trying to take our open mic and like make it a bigger thing. So we want to almost make something to do a business and then spread something to do to other places. And like we have a bank account where we save money. It helps of like giving people who want to like run the something to do name and other places like a promotional package. That's a pretty crazy idea. So you want to be the McDonald's of open mics? I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. What do you mean by a promotional package? I thought me and Tony were trying to figure out. Because, like, we, we really enjoy running our show. And, like, we keep thinking, even though it's an open mic, like, why does it have to be an open mic? If we want to make it, like, a business and we wanted to get other people to, like, help us out, almost like a promotional package where it's, like, the T-shirts we sell, the posters, and then just, like, maybe basic stuff to, like, run a mic or something. So... Basically, somebody would come to you, I want to start an open mic. I live in Belleville. There's nothing in Belleville as far as open mics. So then they would come to you guys. You would have like a mic stand and an amp and T-shirts and like a template for social media promotion. And you'd have all of that lined up and they would pay you like – a percentage or a flat fee either you would just hand everything off to them or you would actually do the social media posts for them would it be like a passive thing where you just hand off all the shit they need i guess so i really just brought it up today to figure what you guys think about it maybe you'll talk shit about it maybe you'll talk goodness i don't really know that's what i just kind of talked about we're we're still trying to figure out like the actual execution of it but like what you just said like yeah prospectively some general thing like that yeah. does it specifically have to be comedy or like could i go to you and be like hey i want to do like something to do burlesque show and then you make it happen yeah like but that also is a possibility it's not like limited to comedy i guess i'm using you you guys maybe ways just to maybe like refine my idea better just because it's pretty rough right now but it's something i think that'll be kind of cool well, so you have shows where you just have a mic and like maybe some stage props, like the burlesque show might have like a background or something, but then you've got like full on rock shows where you've got a shit ton of expensive audio equipment that you need to truck around. Yeah. You'd probably have to separate it into categories. Like if all you need is a mic stand, it's this price. If you need a mic stand plus a van full of props and shit, some price. And if it's a rock show with like complex audio needs, some other price. Yeah. You'd have to make sure nobody costumes. steals Definitely the audio equipment. For the burlesque show. Could I hear Brian's thoughts? What's up? You got to be more specific. You got to be more specific. There's two Brian's. A group of Brian's is called the Brian's, right? So when he said Brian's thoughts, I think he was talking to both of you. Oh, got it. Oh, Harrison? I, I know Harrison. I've seen him at Canton Brewers before. I'm not sure about the other one. That's fine. That's cool. You don't need to know me. I I don't think... Let, let me... Let, my bad, <laughs> No, man. I, I know. Bad. You know what? I have taken this personally. You have insulted me and my family. Doodler. 
<laughs> so I think it's a great idea. It's the execution that I'm not 100% sure on. I've done something to do before you guys move venues, before you were at the Blind Pig or whatever. And it was a, it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. You guys definitely have something there. Like I said, I just think it's that stuff that like I don't have that experience with as far as like branding goes and things like that. Yeah, That's definitely something you want to shoot for those. Try to get like uh, logos and stuff like that out there. I know yeah. you guys got shirts and stuff like that. That helps. Yeah, I've heard that Tony goes around and doesn't he take the microphone and do like shouting at people walking through the campuses and stuff. Yeah, he usually goes on a boober, and then I have a bunch of like posters and and we put it up like the day of our mic beforehand. That's all great stuff promotion-wise. Like, you guys are off to a great base start. Like, I just don't know as far as expanding that. I mean, the internet's the only thing that I would suggest that is do as much as you can with that is get out there on the social media more and try to uh, put more out there as far as getting, like, the name out there, you know? So that way people know that you're putting on fun shows and stuff. Yeah, thanks. That's helpful. I'm just open to, like, people's thoughts and advice. Because, like, there's, no one's really done it before. And, like, we're still trying to figure out, like, how, like, the execution of it. I just assumed you guys all lost money when you ran open mics. Like, even successful ones that are fun to do, like your Canton Brew Works. I assumed that you either didn't make any money or lost money. Am I a dick to think that? (laughs) No, that's 100% true, at least in my case. I don't often make money. I just do it out of, like, the passion for comedy. Like, I just enjoy seeing people perform and laughing, so it's kind of like a passion. But, like, there's absolutely no money involved with an open mic. Yeah. I just let Harrison take the brunt of the damage, and I just follow behind him. That's how (laughs) I survive. Doosler! (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Yeah. I appreciate the advice and thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm not, I couldn't tell you how to make money in anything. You're definitely in the right city, though, to do it. Like, if there was, like, the perfect place in, you know, Michigan to make it work, it would be in Ann Arbor. So you got that going for you. Oh, yeah. One little thing. How would you recruit customers? Like, you'd put something on MCN on Facebook. Are you interested in hosting an open mic in your town? If so, call me, Daniel, and something to do, we can help you out, like that type of thing? I suppose something like that. Like, for me, it's almost like how, um, maybe I'm not thinking too much expense. Maybe I'm thinking about, like, just, like, the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase or just, like, comedy clubs. I really like making people laugh, but I also like the business part. And, like, it would be kind of cool to, like, own your own comedy club. One thing you can do is at Mark Ridley's, they have a advanced class with Joel Fregameni is the teacher of that. Part of that class is teaching you how to run a room. It's more geared towards like charity shows and like Elks Club shows, I think, or like renting out Mark Ridley's. He tells you how to have like a headliner show with like a middle act and an opener and how to charge money for that. He doesn't really tell you how to make money with an open mic. Yeah. Um, It does seem like some of the older guys, they don't like the idea of like unpaid showcases like Brian Harrison runs at Canton Brew Works. Like they think that that's killing paid comedy. (laughs) Well, hang Um, on now, Tom, because you're talking two different things here. Um, So, one thing that I think you've definitely said is 100% true is that there is no money in open mics. 
And that's because like the idea behind open mics and specifically the one that we run at Canton Brew Works has always been kind of to get comedy out into that area. And from there, what we did is we expanded and we were able to start Saturday showcases where we've been able to actually pay comics and get people in there that are a step up from like an open mic comic. That's what we're doing now. So, for example, on August 18th, this upcoming Saturday, we have Jeff Horst headlining, who's got a Comedy Central special coming out. But then the uh, people that are opening up for him, the feature acts, are people that have come to the open mic and performed for us before. And we've seen and have been part of our showcase shows and stuff. So we use kind of like the open mic almost as a like a showcase or like a way for you to get in front of us. So that way we can hopefully link you up with like bigger comics and headliners and stuff. The whole idea is to get everybody paid on the weekends, though. So when you're talking like a showcase show, like we do showcases, but those are paid and separate shows from the open mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to insult your uh, integrity. There was no insulting there. I just wanted to make sure that we're clear that there's a difference between the open mic and a showcase. I don't know if you've ever met Sam Silverstein. I think he's in L.A. now. He sort of followed Joel Fragamendi's advice, and he, he ran a some sort of a charity show, and he got like Bill Bouchard to headline, and he made some money that way. That's more what Joel Fragamendi's class is about. Um and those are sort of one-off shows. Like, I think it'd be really hard for you to have a weekly show that's not in a comedy club where you're continually making money, unless it's way off in the boonies somewhere where it's like the only thing. Like, I don't know if you've ever done the Candlestone Comedy Club. It's way off in Belding, Michigan, off in the boonies. Oh, yeah. I've heard about it, but I've never been there. But yeah, I don't know if it would be well, possible to run a show in Ann Arbor when there's already the showcase there and make money. Yeah. If I can add, Brian would probably agree with this as well, is uh, sometimes it is hard to convince business owners that an open mic is important for comics to go and you know be around other comics and try out material. Um, and it's also really important for those big shows like on the weekends because that's when there's going to be a lot of people there. And, you know, at the end of the day, the person that owns the establishment, they need to make money. So you have to convince them like, yeah, we're going to do that big weekend show and there's going to be people here. But we also need that safe space to, you know, just work workshop some stuff. Um, and sometimes that can be difficult to sell that. Yeah. I'm like jotting some notes down about what you guys think. Maybe this is just a dumb idea. Maybe I'll think more about this idea. 